It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Simon means Simon in French. And if you've been listening for the show for years or for a few months or for a few weeks, you know that I'm from France. What's, what's really kind of unique here is that I've started radio 15 years ago and in a week from now, I'll uh, stop being on air. Uh, I have resigned uh, about six months ago to Our Heart Radio because I have very important projects uh, um, as a coach, volunteer coach to youth in detention here in the Midwest, also other things. And, and um, I also felt uh, that uh, I shared with you everything I knew. And the principle of this show was don't do like me, do better than me. And I think I've done that. So I feel like now it's my turn to listen uh, uh, to somebody else. Uh, and that's how we learn. Uh, and and uh, as it's the last week of, of the show, uh, I will share what really happened behind uh, the scene uh, some with Kim Iverson years ago, with Angie, uh, with Adam and Jill. It's going to be a lot of fun. So stay with me. The show's coming will be still relationship-based, but it's going to be also you know behind the scene-based. You don't want to miss that. Calls are next. Bonjour, Clara. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Clara. What's up? This might be kind of silly, but uh, I just moved in with my boyfriend, and it's going really well, and he's got this adorable puppy um, that I love as well. But um, he lets his puppy lick him all over his face and lips, and then uh, he will come to me and, like, try and give me a kiss, and it mm. just grosses me out so much. And I like dogs just not <laughs> licking, and then, like, he's licking him on the face, and then he's kissing me, and it's just gross. Ugh. So I want him to say, I want that to stop, but I don't want to sound like terrible. Um, so how do I, what should I do? <laughs> well, I mean, listen, uh, I love dogs. German Shepherds, my dogs, um, love cats, love pets. But listen, uh, I'm like you, uh, that would not go well. I just think you got to tell the truth. I'm kissing you because I don't want to be gross. But, you know, we don't know where the dog's mouth been before he kissed your boyfriend lips who goes on your lips. Right? Yeah, exactly. Just, all right, so no more kissing, no more kissing, no more ooh-la-la. Trust me, things will go back in normal quickly. That's fair. That's fair. You know, all right. I got to tell you, most guys will do anything for the ooh-la-la. So once you understand that, you can change many things to your favor, if it makes sense, by going on strike. I can definitely do that. I'm willing to do that because I think it's really, really icky, <laughs> for sure. Exactly. All right, Gla. Well, you know what to do. Thank you for calling and best of luck. Thank you so much, Simon. Mm -hmm. Have a good night. Coming up, let's talk about when is it the time to strike on Ulala next. So before you answer to the question, when is it time in a relationship to strike, to go on strike, no more ooh-la-la, you have to remember most men and most women have one huge difference. Most men, most men, think ooh-la-la is one of maybe the priority, the most exciting part of the relationship. Most women, I would say, don't think it's the most exciting. I would say be heard, be seen, be romanced comes before the act. Maybe not all, I said most. Like I said, most men don't want to be interrupted in the ooh-la-la. Most women don't want to be interrupted when they're telling you a story. Right? So now, if you're in a relationship with a partner and uh, you know, you don't feel happy or something is not being understood 
or something is very important to change. You may go on strike of Ulala, but there's some conditions to that. So stay with me. Coming up next, I'll tell you what are the conditions to stop Ulala and for how long. Next. So what are the conditions, really, that should be you know there for you to go on strike of the Ulala? No more Ulala, because that's something that has radical effects. Well, number one, obviously, obviously, if you feel uh, you've had enough, obviously abused. If you, obviously, if you resent your partner, obviously, if you don't enjoy it at all, obviously, all of that. Okay, but the number one condition you have to remember that is that you have a solution to bring it back. Unless it's an abuse, but if it's if it's just because you want to make a point, like my last caller, Clara, who had enough of her boyfriend having a dog licking his lips before he kissed her, you have to explain. Ulala is based on a desire. Desire is based on mostly romantic for most women, mostly physical and visual for most men. Well, if those conditions are not gathered for each, strike on the ulala and explain how it works. Because sometimes we each need to understand how we all function. And then, hopefully, things get better. But remember, use but don't abuse the strike on Ulala. It can also never comes back. Call the next. Bonjour, Patricia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Patricia. What's going on? Oh, well, Simon, um, my boyfriend and I are having a little trouble in the bedroom. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm always in the mood at night and he is in the mood in the morning and I mm -hmm. kind of want to know how we can compromise so we're both enjoying it and getting what we want so tell me how that feels so at night you feel like um, like well, sleepy I'm, moody I'm excited he's too tired and you know it's been a long day and he's just like I want to go to bed so that's discouraging for me and mm -hmm. makes me feel unwanted Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. And then in the morning. And then the morning, just totally opposite. I feel like he's up earlier than I am. He's ready to go. And, and I'm, I'm sleepy and tired. And I feel like there's too much light in the room and bad breath, all of the things. <laughs> so true. And he's ready to go, right? Yes. What about, what about at 5, 6, 7 in the afternoon or evening? Ooh. I mean... Probably both getting home from work and doing dinner, but that might be uh, that might be a nice a nice time. I mean, I feel like the compromise is to be spontaneous in in the afternoon. Okay. So there's something good about most guys is you just wake up the beast and then you know they're gonna be ready. <laughs> okay. It's because so I you know I don't have to say more. You know what I mean. Yes, I know what you mean. I appreciate All right. that, and I will take your advice. <laughs> you are welcome. Good luck to you, Patricia. Have a lovely afternoon from now on. All right. Thank you, Simon. You got it. Have a good night. Coming up next, since it's my last week of shows, I'm going to tell you how that started and why I did this show for 15 years. Next. So this is my last week of hosting The Rendezvous. Uh, as I said, you know, I, I've done it for 15 years. I loved it. You know, thank you so much for being there with me. You know, I love all my listeners and all the callers. But why all that happened? It's a crazy story. About 15 years ago, I'm driving on uh, on 77, which is a road that goes through Ohio towards Cleveland. 
Uh, and then I hear actually a political show, which I don't agree with some arguments. So you have to be nuts like me, or maybe arrogant like me, or adventurous like me to call the radio station program director and said, hello, bonjour, I would like to talk to you, and I needed to do a radio show. Like that. <laughs> and that's why I love this country. The person was name was Kevin Metheny and uh, Ray Davis, both guys, said, oh, come come to the office, you know, a week later. So I really, uh, no experience in radio whatsoever, and I went to uh, the office of WTAM 1100, which is uh, a big, the biggest news radio station in Cleveland. I pitched for two hours. They had to do a show, and to my own surprise, a miracle happened. They said, yes. If you want to know what happens next, stay with me. So when 15 years ago, Kevin Metheny and Ray Davis from WTAM 1100 in Cleveland said, okay, you can have uh, two shows on Saturday afternoon. Two shows, if you suck, we'll give you the boot. I remember that expression. And so I've never done any radio, and suddenly I started to panic, like a panic attack. What am I going to say? What should I talk about? Plus, you have to remember... My accent was way thicker than it was than it is now, and my English was much poorer than it is now because I had to take almost 15 years of English classes with my wonderful English teacher Veronica. Anyway, I came up with the idea of to call it the rendezvous because in France, when we meet you know, as friends, it's called a rendezvous. It's not romantic automatically. It's a rendezvous. I know here it's you know romantic. But in France, the rendezvous get together. So I said, let's call it the Simon Rendezvous, which became later on the rendezvous. And I remember uh, saying, bonjour Cleveland, bonjour l'Ohio, uh, and welcome to the rendezvous. And I I was hooked. And after that, you've been part of it. You know, different things happen from doing a loan, being fired, being hired. And then um, the rendezvous has its form now. It was an incredible experience. I'm more than grateful. Only in America. Back to you. You call the next. Bonjour, Marilyn. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you? Okay. I have a boyfriend who is mostly wonderful. We've been going out for about six months. But he mm -hmm. is so into video games, like really, 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 really into video games, so much that it's interfering with our love life. Hmm. When you say yeah. interfering with your love life, give me some details, please. Okay, so I thought he just had a fantasy at first that he wanted to combine his favorite pleasures together, which is, wow, that's World of Warcraft video game, with his other favorite pleasure, and so I humored him with it a few times, thinking that he would get it out of his system, but now it's all he wants to do when it's time to go on a date or be romantic or have fun. I just feel like, I, like I'm not very important to him because he, his hands are busy. I can't get in front of the screen. It just seems very selfish and immature, and it's making me feel crazy because I keep trying to just go and do something and, you know, go have fun, and all he wants to do is, play his video games and it makes me feel like he doesn't care about me yeah exactly you feel like probably you know you don't feel seen or heard yes yes, yes exactly. I, I, I understand so why do you do it i don't know he's he's like 
really sweet and funny, but it's it just become this monster that he, I think he's addicted to the video games. I think he's like, has a problem. I think he's immature or something. I don't know. Well, let's separate addiction to video games, gambling, alcohol, drugs, and kindness. They're, they're two separate things. Uh, a, you have to talk about it with him, and 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 no more ooh-la-la, and no more little fun while he's playing. Stop all that. Okay. This is uh, no more, nothing, zero. It's like all or nothing. Either you guys are romantic, or he's playing video game, but you don't humor him anymore and do that. That's rule number one. Number two... If t- things don't change and there's no ooh-la-la, you've got to ask yourself, Marilyn, why would I stay with a man who prefers to play video game than ooh-la-la with me and go out with me? Yeah, I think you're on to something. I think it's like low self-esteem or something. I don't know. I, I, I need to get back in therapy probably. Probably. I mean, I have a, gr- a great therapist myself. I love therapy. But it's at the end, if you're not forced to do anything, you've got to ask yourself that difficult question. Why would I put up with it? And what is it in me that makes me put up with it? And then a therapist is always a great idea, okay? Yeah, it makes me want to cry. Thank you very much. It's um, okay. It's, it's, it's your evolution. You know, tears is part of the evolution process. Thank you. Thank you. you Merci got it. beaucoup, Simon. Merci, au, Merci au beaucoup. Au revoir, Marilyn. Coming up, we're going to go to Julie's voicemail because her boyfriend... Uh, and her have a disagreement. Next. So Julie left me a voicemail. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Julie. Um, I am so sad to hear the show is ending, but I have one more question I need advice on. My boyfriend's ex calls him for love advice, and I think it's kind of weird. He says I have nothing to worry about, but she calls him a lot. And they talk about very intimate things, like she'll even ask him his opinion on ooh-la-la situations with the guy she's dating. Um, He tells me about it, so he's not really trying to hide it, but I still find it really inappropriate. Um, I want to know what I should do. I will be listening to hear what you think. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. Yeah, what should you do if your boyfriend's ex calls him for love advice? I'll tell you that next. What should you do if your boyfriend's ex call him for love advice? Even for ulala advice? Well, you could tell him how you feel about it. There's no unspoken. It's not proper. It's not it's not normal to do that. I think she's trying to keep, you know, kind of a, an exciting things and make him jealous maybe about the ulala details, because men are so visual, most men are so visual. So I think it has to stop and stop quick. So, uh, Julie, speak to him. Tell him, you know, there's limits. This is one of them. No one, and I really mean no one, should be talking to the ex about their love life with somebody else and give advice to your ex about their ooh-la-la life. Inappropriate. That's my answer. Call the next. Now, this is The Rendezvous. This is a show made to bring us a little bit of joie de vivre, you know, like joy of life. So if you have a feel-good story, romantic or not actually, just a good feel-good story, it's late, I need it, you need it, so just reach out, 855-905-8255. Mika, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon, how are you? Good, good, good. Uh, I know you have a feel-good story, so what happened? 
Okay, so I bragged to all my friends, and nobody can beat my uh, Will You Marry Me story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, my boyfriend at the time, he asked me to go on vacation with him, and he took me to this beautiful, sunny resort, and um, it was one of those places where you could have an interaction with a dolphin. Yep. And so we were in the water, and, you know, you get to take pictures with the dolphin, and they, you know, you can throw them something, and they'll bring it back to you. And uh, and then a dolphin swam up to me, and he had a buoy in his mouth, and he dropped the buoy right in front of me, and he swam away, and the on the buoy was written, Will You Marry Me? For real? <laughs> yeah. It was so cute. I mean, I got pictures of myself with the buoy, and then the dolphin came up on the other side, and they, they literally, they, they trained the dolphin to do this, but my boyfriend somehow found this online and knew that it would be so great for me, so. Yeah, how did that make you feel? Oh my gosh, like, you don't expect it. That was the last thing I expected. I thought we were just having a great vacation, and we were having so much fun, but it was overwhelming. I, I had I, no idea it was coming. It was out of the blue. Yeah. I think it's the first time I hear that story, and I've done this show for years. So very creative of him, uh, you know. So so, and I love dolphins. So Mika, thank you so much. Congratulations to both of you, and many years of happiness. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Simon. You got it. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Coming up next, kind of a behind-the-scenes story of the rendezvous. You don't want to miss it. Next. So as this is my last week of hosting the rendezvous, I just want to share a few things about how, you know, I've been different places because uh, first we started in L.A. You may remember that years ago with Kim. It was Jill and Adam, our producers. And after the show, you know, I'm so hungry. It was like, I don't know, 8 or 9 or 10, I don't remember. I would top speed back to my hotel. And then I moved to Dallas, Texas to do the show from there. Kim was in L.A. And the, the crew was in L.A., so <laughs> I was even more hungry with the jet lag. And I remember, like, that was my big thing. And when it was freezing, there was a couple... Day was freezing. My God, those were unforgettable nights. But always, always left in a great mood after the show with you. So thank you very, very much for listening to me all these years. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.